It's your girl Janetta Shante, and you are tuned in for another episode of The Reminder. We are back this week with another episode. Your girl had to take last week off, but you're going to be glad that we took a break because, you know, I always got something worth the wait, and that's my rhyme. You hear me? We're going to go ahead and jump right in. Now, this week, we're going to be talking about how purpose has impact. Me and my cousin was having a conversation, and we were talking about how a lot of us don't really know what our purpose is. And I'm one of those people, I'm on this journey, and I'm like, all right, God, what am I really supposed to be doing? You know, for me, I can do so many different things. I can do so much. And I know that a part of my purpose is to help people. I know that that's a part of my passion, but I also know that inside helping people that there's so many different avenues in which God is going to use my gifts and my talents in order to, you know, do those certain things like help and whatever avenue you know i'm talking about so the term purpose actually means the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists another definition is it um, have as one's intention or objective it also means intentionally um and that there's a point to it so we were created in purpose, on purpose, with purpose. I'm going to say that again. We were created in purpose, which means we're part of God's plan. On purpose, which means God created us with the plan. In purpose, which means that we're a part of something that's bigger than ourselves. And that's why it's so important to not get so caught up in social media with the likes and the well, I need to have this kind of car I need to have this amount of money I need to have this 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 and this see all of that is futile if there's no impact and the term impact actually means to have a strong effect on someone or something it's an influence see we are called to be able to influence people to become the best version of themselves through us becoming the best version of ourselves that's why healing is so important that's why understanding your 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 trauma and what you've experienced in your life and allowing God to get you to a point of understanding and to allow you to be healed so that you're able to help somebody else I say it all the time man we are literally the blueprint that somebody needs we're the book that somebody needs to read so they know that they can keep going so that they know that this is not the end all be all so I'm learning to be thankful for the trials and tribulations that I've been through because in that is purpose in that is impact in that is somebody else's guide to be able to get through this thing called life and and understanding purpose we have to be connected to the creator we have to be connected to god because god is is who gives us our identity see if we only look at the world the world will have us thinking well you can only do this you can only do that and that's it it makes you one-dimensional but see we serve we serve a multifaceted, multi-dimensional god and because of that we're made in his image he made us multifaceted and multi-dimensional and i thoroughly believe that you can have more than one impact inside a purpose and you could boil that down to saying that you can have multiple purposes inside of impact and 
boom, that, here we go, that's it. And what I love so much is because I used to get so frustrated. Like, man, I'm only going to be able to do one thing, but I also like to sing. I also like to write. I also like to do this, 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 and this, you know. And the thing is that there is one avenue in which those things are made room for. Let me give an example of a house. And so a house is built, right? And the main purpose of this house is to be occupied. It's for this house to become a home. It's, it's, it's supposed to be a living place for person, a person or people. But this house has different rooms. It has a bathroom, a living room, a kitchen, bedrooms, attic, basement, backyard, front yard, garage, you know. And so each of those rooms inside of the house has a different purpose. The kitchen is where people cook at. The bathroom is where people go, you know, get clean at, use the bathroom. The room is, you know, where, you know, your sleep. That's your most intimate place. The living room is where you have your gatherings. That's where the family meets at. Your dining room is where you eat at. That's where food is served. The kitchen is where food is prepared, where food is stored. The attic in the basement may store different things or there may be different rooms your backyard is your oasis maybe where your pool is and in your front yard is the first thing that people see and your garage is where your cars go um so with that we realize that even though this house has this one purpose the certain things inside of this house has a has a different purpose even though the main purpose for it for is for it to be occupied and we are much like a house see guys the contractor when he built us he built us with a purpose in mind see god makes no mistakes in making us and he also makes no mistakes in allowing us to go through certain things that's why he gave us free will for us to make our own decisions because he knows that there's certain things that we need to experience that we need to go through so that we can become exactly who he created us to be and there's a scripture that says um let me find it let me find it let, let me find it i'm finna i'm finna tell y'all what it is it's talking about the fiery trials of life it is first peter 4 12 through 14 and it says beloved think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though some strange thing happened to you but rejoice in as much as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, you may be glad also with exceeding joy. If you be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are you, for the spirit of glory and of God rests on you. On their part, he is evil spoken of but on your part he is glorified and basically what's that saying is when we go through different trials and tribulations in our life the trauma you know the 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 bad experiences growing up in a rough family you know not really having that love that we need those things actually teach us how to be able to love those sufferings that we experience are actually preparing us to be in a place where we can help somebody else and so this brings me to the person I want to talk about today. Y'all, this is lady in the Bible named Rahab. Now, Rahab was a prostitute, but let me give you some background story before we get into my girl Rahab. So, and this is also taken from Joshua 2. So, my boy Joshua um, has been given, 
you know, the lead position to lead God's people into the promised land. So God gives him the instruction like, yo, I need you to send two spies out to this land, kind of spied out so that um, you can, you know, kind of see what's going on. So when you lead the people there, they can be, you know, they can kind of know what, you know, who they're. But so I can also show you what I'm finna do. That's God's talking to Joshua. So Joshua's like, all right, I'm gonna send the two spies there. So the two spies get there and they have to hide out in this prostitute named Rahab's house. Now let me tell you, a lot of times we think that that we can't be used because of what we done. Not only what we done, because of what we do. Let's let me keep it above fifty thousand with you. A lot of us are not I'm not perfect. You know what I'm saying? Some things that I do that God is still working on me with because when it's time to be cut off, it'll be cut off. You know what I'm saying? And Rahab was a prostitute, as in a working prostitute. And this particular night, she opened up her doors to these two spies to hide them from the people in the city who really wanted to kill them because they had already heard about the Israelites coming over into the promised land. Now, this land on the other side of them wasn't occupied, but they had to go through this particular land to get to the land. So God already had it fixed up. Like, well, these people ain't part of my promised people. They don't really care for me anyway. So we just going to, you know, get them up out the way so my people can go through here and get to the promised land that I promised their forefathers. So the spies get there, Rahab hides them in the house. The men come to the door, they're like, yo, you know, we already know that you the prostitute. We know everybody coming to you, so where the men at? So Rahab actually lies and tells them, um, I haven't seen the men. As a matter of fact, you know, they already dip. If you, you know, go to the border, I mean, to the gate, you might be able to catch them before they actually fully leave. You know, but truth be told, Rahab was actually hiding them upstairs. I mean, uh, uh, up on her rooftop, you know what I'm saying? Underneath some stuff she had up there to keep my boys from getting caught. So, here's the thing I love about this story. When Rahab goes up to the roof, she tells them, she said, man, I believe in the God that y'all are serving. I believe in the God because in, in that God because that's all I've been hearing about. And for y'all to be here, it proves that 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 your God is real. And yo, all I want y'all to do is make sure me and mine protected. So the spies tell her, well, if we leave here safe and sound, and you don't go back and snitch on us for you know whatever reason, we're gonna make sure all your family is is protected. Cause God had already set out to destroy this whole little city. Like I said, they didn't really fool with God, so we need to spare them for. You know what I'm saying? God don't play no games. You better know. You better know. I know it. So Rahab is like. Um, I mean, so 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 the spies are telling her, you know, all your family need to be in this house. You need, you need to put some scarlet, uh, scarlet thing up on your door, so we know not to mess with this house. And then, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna be protected if everything goes planned. So the spy, um, she she gives them instruction to go, you know, hide, um, kind of in the trenches for about three days and then they can you know go back once they you know once she knew that the people had stopped looking for her let me tell you why this is so important rahab was a prostitute and as a prostitute she knew the men of the city she knew 
how they moved. She knew what they did when they did it because she was well acquainted with them. That's the first point. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. Second thing is Rahab knew what to say in order to veer the man off because that was a part of her genocide qua that she had acquired from being a prostitute. Third, she recognized the truth when it was right in her face because she had been used to selling a lie. Talk to me. This ain't for everybody to get, but I want you to understand. See, God uses us in our mess to bring us to our purpose. Rahab was able to not just save herself. Real impact is not just getting yourself out the hood. Real impact is not just putting your mama in the house. Listen to me talk. Real impact is not, um, oh, I did this. I got this award. I got this, this, this. That ain't real impact. Impact, she was able to save her whole bloodline based on that one act of obedience from hiding them spies. When they came to destroy the city for for the Israelites to get to the next to, to get to the promised land, Rahab and her family was saved. That's real impact. And it didn't have nothing to do with what she had done in her past. Her past didn't matter. Soon as she accepted who God was, boom. Blessings. And her blessing wasn't money. Her blessing wasn't likes on Instagram. Her blessing wasn't everybody knowing her name, even though now everybody know her name. Her her impact is so legendary that even thousands and thousands of years later, she's still being talked about. She still saved her family. Her bloodline still had impact because she cared enough to be obedient to something that she didn't even understand. She could have easily ratted them out when the people came. She didn't owe the spies no loyalty. They weren't there to give her anything. This is what I want you to know. Real impact does not mean that you have to get something to give something. Sometimes purpose is you just being the giver. Can you be the giver and understand that your strength is coming from the supplier? See, God is the real plug. Let's talk about it. He is the socket. In order for something that has a plug to work, it has to be plugged into the source. See, God is the source. Jesus is the plug. Plug that baby in. Electricity is the Holy Spirit working through us to make us work. Because see, without God, we have no impact. See, God doesn't just want to bless you. If you in your line of work and you thinking your purpose and it's just blessing you, you ain't in your purpose see your purpose is so impactful that it's going to help other people and i don't mean that it has to be something big and flashy all on social media but what i mean is it could just be impacting your family it could be just impacting your neighborhood it could be just impacting your city it could be just impacting your state the nation it could be impacting the world but your, your 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 purpose will serve long after you have you are dead and gone. This pa- your need your name your name that's my accent coming out. Your name already ring bells because of who you are, and who you are is not tied to other people's perception of who you are. What I mean by that, 
your who you are is tied to how you treat other people your kindness your love your personality it has nothing to do with your outward accolades or what you do notoriety none of that stuff see those things are just a product of your purpose if god see fit for you to be on television then okay but what impact are you making what influence are you doing how are you leaning into your purpose where houses with multiple rooms how are people sitting in your living room what are they getting out of sitting in your living room when people come into your kitchen to eat what are they getting out of coming into your kitchen to eat i don't just mean this you know um I mean this in a figurative sense, metaphorically. When people sit in your backyard, what are they getting? You might not have a backyard for people to sit in. But when they're in conversation with you, what are they getting? Are they getting kindness, love, understanding? Are they able to look back at you years years to come and say, Man, I remember that person. They were this and they were that to me. See, Jesus had compassion. And that's why people were so drawn to him. People don't care what you do until they know how much you care. It ain't even about us. Even doing this podcast, this ain't even about me. It's about whoever listens and get helps from it. And I know that it's for me too. Because every time I'm speaking, I'm talking to myself. It's a mirror reflection. Purpose has impact. You were created in purpose, on purpose, with purpose. No mistakes made. Romans 8 to 8. God causes everything to work for our good. Y'all know, I'm going to quote that scripture. That's the only one I know. (laughs) Even though I know a lot of different ones. But that's the one that always resonates with me. Because we feel like, man, I've done this. I've done that. You know, God can't have nothing for a person like me. And that's a lie from the pits of hell. I bind and rebuke that. Because God is going to do something with everything that you've been through. I look at my own self. Certain things that I've done in my life. I haven't always done the best of things. And so I'm like, God, how could you use somebody like me? Look at what I've done. And God is like, you're the perfect person I want to use. I look at people who've been addicted to drugs and have been through all these different things. And they have given me more God than people who claim to know God. Why? Because your circumstance is not based on what God can do. Don't let what you see. Because listen, them them spies easily could have been like, oh, we ain't going to this prostitute house. Look at this hoe. We ain't going to this hoe house. Excuse my language, but come on. Come on, you think prostitute, you think hoe. We ain't going to her house. Come on, God, send send us somewhere else to a nice, wholesome lady. But God knew that her being who she was was going to be more protection than them going to somebody who had no notoriety where they were. Listen to me. What you have been through, what you've done, is exactly what God needs to use. Come on. Things I have to tell myself. All those things I went through, all that street running, all that being out in the clubs, 
all that smoking, all that drinking got impact because I'm able to talk to somebody who's in the same situation I was in and I can be a light for them. I can show them like, man, I'm doing this life thing sober now. Not judging them and being like, you need to change the day because I didn't change in the day. It took me years to get to the point where I'm, I'm sober minded. I drink occasionally, but not the way I used to. I was a borderline alcoholic. I used to smoke so much, man. If I had to pick between smoking and eating, I'm smoking. I'm talking about good gas. <laughs> Don't play. Nothing mediocre this way. You know, I use sex as an outlet. You know what I'm saying? So many things that I did. And I used to think, man, like, I'm too far gone. Like, God can't use me. And every day God is dropping something new in me. And I'm able to have a conversation with somebody. I'm able to be a smiling face for somebody. I'm able to give advice to somebody who, you know, th there's people who come to me for advice that I can't believe that they're coming to me for advice. <laughs> I'm like, but you coming to me? <laughs> you want my help? And it's because God entrusted me to go through those things because he knew I would seek him. And I challenge you to seek God. God ain't looking for you to be perfect. Not in your own strength, anyways, because you can't do it. God is looking for you to be you, and he going to do the rest. He's the potter for a reason. He going to do the rest. That's how much he loves us. Same way with Rahab and them spies. They trusted that God had sent them to somebody that could help them. She helped them. They were able to get back home safe and sound. Get back to tell Joshua exactly what, you know, what they needed to do. And boom, Rahab family got saved. Spies got saved. Even the spies' little minuscule part was, 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 was as important as anything. If the spies never went to spy out the land... They would have never known what was happening. They would have never known that the land on the other side hadn't been occupied yet. They would have never known that, oh man, God wasn't lying. Because remember, the Israelites, or if you didn't know, now you know, the Israelites had been in the wilderness for 40 years. Going around in circles because of their disobedience. And finally, they were stepping into a promise that they had only heard about and never seen before. So God had to send people to prove to them that, yeah, this real. And they had to trust that God was sending them to somebody who could help them. God is sending you to somebody that you can help. That's your biggest purpose is to help. And then inside of helping, you'll be able to heal. You'll be able to listen. You'll be able to speak. You'll be able to declare. You'll be able to remove. You'll be able to do all these different things that God has called you to do. But only until you tap in to the source. So this week, I challenge you to go to the source. Ask God what your purpose is. I know that's something that I'm going to be doing. I know that that's something that I need to really be intentional about because impact and, and um, purpose is intentional. God makes no mistakes. It's intentional. He's intentional. Never failing. 
All things are working for my good. He's intentional, never failing. That's the God we serve. God is intentional, never failing. He sent his son to the cross to die for our sins so that we could come to him purely and be able to tap into everything he has for us. Individually and collectively, my boy. So this week, I challenge you to connect to the God who is always working. Things are for our good. The only one true source of everlasting knowledge and strength, of everlasting love, of everlasting longevity. God can really show us what impact is and prove to us what impact does. So, you know what your girlfriend to do. You already know. Your girl got to bounce. Make sure you're tuning in tomorrow to the Faith Proof web series on my YouTube channel at Janetta Shantae on all social media platforms. You want to make sure you're staying in the loop, especially when it comes to Faith's Proof. And I'm out.